Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Everyone, both in Shul and on Zoom. Um, just a few words of inspiration before we begin. There's a, a, a kasha which is asked uh, by number. It's a famous kasha. There's a, a question that if you look in the Mishnayos, look in, you look through Shas, you'll see that there's no Mishnah that discusses the Allahs of Hanukkah. Not brought in the Mishnah. It's a few Dach of Gemara and Shabbos, which brings us to the to Simon Tofresh Ayn Aleph and a few other Simonim Shukhanarach, which, based on the Gemara and the Rishonim, we, we, we come to a, we come, we come to a few Simonim Shukhanarach. However, unlike normal halachas, Normally, halachas come from sigyas, which come directly off the Mishnahs and the Gemara's Mephalfel on the Mishnah. And we come out with a sigya. But when it comes to Hanukkah, for some reason, there's no Mishnahs. And this needs an explanation. Why, why is it that Rabbi Danasi didn't decide not to write any Mishnahs about Hanukkah? And there's an answer given that why the whole idea that Mishnahs are written really is a, is a big question because we know that Torah Shabbat Sav is supposed to be written down, which refers to the, the Torah, refers to, refers to Chumash. And we know that Torah Shabbat Peh, there's really an Issa to write it down. Torah Shabbat Peh, Iyato Rasha Liftai, the Gemara, Loimer Big Sav, the Gemara says. So why is it that we have Mishnahs? What's the Heta to have Mishnahs? The Heta is, but there's a halacha in the Torah that Ace Lazarus Lashem, a favorite Torah Sacha, that because Rabbi Danasi saw that there's going to be a, a Shechon Kaisal, people, people started to forget the, 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 the Torah. So he felt that if you don't write it down, then it's going to be totally forgotten from Darius Haboim. And generations to come are, are not going to be able to keep the Torah because we just have completely forgotten it. So what did he do? He wrote the Torah down. And he wrote, he, he wrote very clear Mishnahs. Very, very clear. I mean, the Gemara asked Kashas. Not, not everything is, is that clear, but his, the idea was that the, 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 the Torah Shabbat Peh should be written in as brief a format as possible. The idea of Mishnah is not for a whole lot of rikas. It's a very a small statement, which you're supposed to try and understand what Allah is based on the mission. Now, when it comes to Hanukkah, the whole idea of Hanukkah is that we celebrate the miracle that our Ruchnius was intact. The Abonim tried to make a decrease on us, the whole agenda of the Abonim was to us to forget Torah. That's what they wanted. They didn't care that we exist. They, they cared that we knew Torah. They knew who we were. They knew who our identity was. They knew that we are Torah. So they wanted us to forget Torah. Says Rabbi Huda Anasi, there's one time in the year that there's halachas that should be, that technically should be written because they might be forgotten. But Badafka not going to write them just to bring out what Hanukkah is all about. The whole idea of Toshibal Peh is, is that it should be written down. Why is it written down? So we shouldn't forget it. Says Rabbi Huda Anasi, the entire idea of Hanukkah is that we should remember our learning and not forget it. That's what the Yvonne wanted. So 
if anything, there's a time of year to really, really realize what Torah is. If you really want to know what Emerson Torah is, that to understand that we don't want to forget Torah, the real Torah is not Torah that gets written down in Mishnahis. Mishnahis is, is only really there to prevent us from forgetting it. But if you want to know what's really behind Torah, Torah is something which for Edson, there's a halacha, the Torah Shabbat Peh, you should write down. It's more likely you're going to forget it. It's not written down. So, why, it's not more likely we're going to forget it. Of course. Why is it more likely we're going to forget it? You mean, because it's not there? Yeah. Yeah. So, Rida Nasi specifically didn't do that so that we should realize that, that really we should, we shouldn't need, we shouldn't need to get to that level. That means, that means it used to be they didn't need Torah Shabbat Peh to written down. Why? Because they remember that. So, we're supposed to appreciate what the Yavonim wanted us to do. They wanted us to forget it. So how do we fight the Yavonim? By making sure we know Torah. If we really, if we know Torah to the highest level, we wouldn't need it to be written down. So obviously on a practical level, we will, we Taka might forget it. Right? Uh, but it was, a, it was necessary for Danasi not to write them down. And the day we do have Gemara's, the Gemara's are written down. But there's a message here that Danasi is trying to tell us that Hanukkah is real Torah. Real Torah is Torah that we don't need to even think about the fact that it should be written down because writing that writing down Torah is a hetter. It's not the chefta of Torah. Hanukkah is about celebrating the chefta of Torah. Isn't isn't Mishnah's and Gemara a reflection of what was learned in the bottom of Roshim in 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 Babli? It's a reflection of and what it was, was learned. It was written about what was it, learned. So if if, if it was learned, then, then he that, would have that's not why. Right. The reason why it's written down is not to mirror what was taught in those days. What then? Purely so that it shouldn't be forgotten. And it's, it's written out. Meaning if it wouldn't have been forgotten, yeah, then we would remember what they were, what they learned in the base of Medrash. See again? If it wouldn't have been forgotten, then we would, we would know what they learned in the base of Medrash purely from, it was taught, rabbit to rabbit, to Talmud to Talmud to Talmud. Till, till, till the Rabbonim of nowadays, we would still have that tyrant. We wouldn't need to write it down. We would know what they learned. So you're saying, you're saying Hanukkah was discussed in the bottom of Russian there? Of course it was discussed. Rehuda Nasi decided not to write it down. But he didn't write it down because he wanted us to realize that writing down Torah, Ba'etzim is a hata. On Hanukkah, we don't look for Torah. Hanukkah is real Torah. Real Torah is Torah that we don't have to write down. So that can really inspire us that, that we have to know what, what is Torah. Torah, Torah is Kiem Chayenu, but, but, but there's, there's two parts of Kiem Chayenu. There's a Torah of Exile. Uh, we have to know what we're trying to, what, what we're aspiring to. We're aspiring to be people who Ba'atim don't need Mishnayas. We're Ba'atim, they don't need the Shukhanah. We don't need the Mishnah Bro, because we know it. It's so clear. Everyone knows Torah. Just like Toshim Iksav, we know it because written down. Toshim Peh, we should know because we know it. Because we were taught it. So we know it's, it's, it's Amas. The Maisa, does he read this Hadayas? And Bismaneinu, um, nobody's ever going to get to Madriga of knowing Torah without basing himself on the text that he sees in front of him. So we have to work backwards. We have to work on what we have. But we have to understand that what we have is we shouldn't need what we have. We should really be, we should really have, have been on that Madriga where Torah wouldn't have been forgotten. And that's the Madriga that the, the Yavonim understood. They, they understood that, that, they understood that, that Torah. And that's what they wanted us to forget. So that's that's a, an inspiration that we we can keep staging in our in our in our learning, and 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 keep aspiring to to higher higher levels of of understanding of Torah, and to know what 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 Torah really is. Um,
on a practical level, we last week we um, we we commenced Hilchos Hanukkah, and this week we will continue the paper. But I would also like to add on a few points um, from having learned learned through the sugyas. I, I, I noticed a few uh, interesting interesting points. Um, I'd like to first be more that the Orach HaShulchan brings down. I'm going to say over a number of halachas from the Orach HaShulchan, um, who um, halacha lemaisa of today is is a lot very often very often comes directly from Orach HaShulchan. Um, sometimes, he, sometimes he disagrees with the Mishnah Brewer. Sometimes he says the same thing. Um, I'll just give you an example. Um, when it, on this paper, you'll see that we've spoken about doubling Mara. Now, Madura, in the first Madura, which you might have, the first email that went around, there were, there were two emails that went around with this halakha paper. The first email was sent out for this shit. The second email was sent out to the entire shul through the president, which the paper was was um, was authorized by the role. Now, um, there were a number of points which were made on that first paper, which there was a slight retraction. And the reason why there was a retraction is because um, it's incredible to see how minag yeah. affects halacha. Uh, for example, yeah. um, the minag is the Dalai Mara before we light the menorah. I'm a middle of a shear now. I can't speak. I'll ring you back later, okay? I'll ring you later. I'm a middle of a shear. Can you mute yourself, please? Everyone heard that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, so, so the, 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 this isn't really that practical anyway, because you can't light your menorah before shkir. So you, you anyway, are going to be by default, you'll be davening mara before. Let's talk about the people that daven mara at night, which includes myself. Now, during the rest of the year, right? Um, I'm not. I don't daven mara this money literally at night because I'm the base medrash. I'm learning. Why should I go and stop learning to go and daven mara? I daven mara. Uh, eight o'clock minion, so the you know Barbara's money here is at eight o'clock, so I come here at eight o'clock. Doesn't matter, and I do my nights there, right? But on Hanukkah, all of a sudden, there's a minag brought in the Aruch Hashulchan, not brought in the Mishnah Brewer, to Doesn't matter before you light, even if you um, only light at night, you should Doesn't matter first, and even if you usually only Doesn't matter at night, you should also Doesn't matter first. And the the Rachashulcha doesn't speak about why. And the truth is, the Mishnah Brewer says the contrary. I discussed this with, with the Rav, and he told me that the, there's a minag, the minag Ashkenaz that started after the Mishnah Brewer. Um, the Mishnah Brewer himself actually says that one should really light trust. And he says that there's a, that as far as the Mishnah Brewer is concerned, you should only daven first if you regularly daven, daven first. And if you look at the Allah he says if you have a million kabua later, then you have a heta. The Dabba Marav later, but really, you know, the, if, if you, if you, the, there's a din of Tadr, Shayna Tadr, Lemaisa, the Archa Shulchan brings a Minag, which is Minag Ashkenaz, to Dabba Marav before you, before you like the Minag. Now, having said that, um, there ends up being a bit of a delay in your Kim Hamitzah. You are delaying it slightly, which we try not to do. So, what you can at least attack, what you can at least assure 
is that your menorah is made up before Marv, so that when you come home, you don't have to start um, filling it and everything. Um, in order that, when you can, you can at least you can light you can light your menorah at, at the first at the first opportunity. So that's that's that would be an important thing in case anyone has, um, you know, everyone's got a very busy day and uh, they often they often tend to forget lighting menorah. So I'll just say that my grandfather, as I tell Rav Feldman, um, used to um, Robinson Feldman told us this week that Rav Feldman used to used to prepare his menorah straight away after Shachris. He used to come home every morning during Hanukkah, and he used to prepare his menorah immediately. And he he told his his wife that uh, you know he he just he he's he's very looking forward to lighting his menorah. He doesn't light his menorah every day of the year, and that uh, this is this if this is my this, it's a mitzvah sayyim, and uh, this is I'd like to I'd like to light I'd like to refer after Shachris. And when I had that, I thought maybe I should try and do the same. You know, it's uh, it's uh, sounds like a beautiful minhag. To, uh, you know, yep. it's brought down. You should try and just be careful. Do it for Mario. To uh, Rafael, we used to do it, to do it straight after Shachris. Um, yes. But these days, for easy light, take, takes one minute to prepare menorah. No time to prepare menorah these days. With easy light candles, you do it straight away. Yeah. There's no, no preparation. Just put your glass That's in the, true, the, but the, but the, the header is to light with olive oil. With also olive oil, easy light, easy light with olive oil, it's all prepared. Just put the glass in Manoa, you're done. That's what you mean. You mean it's made up already? It's made up already. There's no preparation. Yeah. You're outside. Yeah, you got the easy way out. You now, on that, I'll tell you, yeah, this is not our Shkofashir, however, um, <laughs> there is an Indian to be made to the Madlikis Haneros, which we learned from Aaron Akhoen. Uh, to prepare the menorah yourself, made to the Malik Saneris, um, there was actually a, 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 uh, a campaign running, um, recently, uh, for Yeshiva. And the slogan for the campaign was that the, well, one of the slogans was that the Rosh Yeshiva is made to the Malik Saneris with the Talmidim. You know, there's a, hey, we love from Aina Cohen to, to personally, you know, the, he made his hands dirty, you know, he was, it was way shinar. He cha- he didn't change from the Tzavak and Shkorofu. He knew, he knew that Light of Noah is a bit of a messy job. But he knew that this is the Ratzanak and Shkorofu. Sometimes we've got to get our hands a little bit messy. And he did it with such, he said, he did it with the same armor that he did, that he did Light doing the actual mitzvah. So, anyway, but yes, uh, by all means, go ahead and go to Kush Kingdom and buy your, buy your pre prepared. You do, um, isn't that, this is much nicer, Tim. This is much nicer. All prepared. Don't get your hands dirty. Don't make diff- different size wigs. Much nicer than the mix, I'll tell you. That's it. That's pre prepared. Go for it. Sounds good. Um, now, the, we know the halacha is ish that the mitzvah of Menorah is ish which means that it is a mitzvah on the household to be makai, which we mentioned last week, the mitzvah of the household, the makai and the mitzvah. Now, it is only mahadrin. That every person in the house likes. The ikachiv is only that the balabai should like the menorah, which is different to other mitzvahs. This is the kasha which Nachrinim asked that all other mitzvahs, lulav, there's no halacha that, oh, the, the, the father of the house should like, should, should, sorry, should shake the lulav. And he should be the one that sits on the sukkah and the whole, the whole family can be spectators. When it comes to the mitzvah of Nechanika, the halacha is that they should, they, they, the Ikka Din, the Ikka, the, the mitzvah is on the house, and the Barabayas is the one who's appointed to light the menorah. The Mahadrin and the Minag is to do Mahadrin and Mahadrin, that every person in the house, every, 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 uh, you know, he, Chaos, Yalachinath, um, 
The wife can also rely, if she really wants to, the men, I guess, the husband is white, see that his wife, we, we, with the, the men, I guess, everyone lies. However, Mecca didn't, the really is only on the father. And the Archa Shulchas is a beautiful idea. He says that the understanding to the, to the reason why this mitzvah is different to other mitzvahs is because when it comes to the mitzvah of light the menorah, there's actually a second mitzvah, which a lot of people aren't aware of. The mitzvah is to, to actually see the menorah. There's a halacha that if somebody is traveling and he's not planning to light his menorah, um, he should at least try and find someone else's menorah where he is, and he should he should make a bracha of shasanisim. Now, this does not apply if somebody is bemoting in his house. So, this doesn't apply so much, but that's why people are unaware of it. There is a mitzvah to go and look at someone's menorah. There's the Aruch HaShulchan. The family members who are not lighting the menorah, it's not the pshat that they're not the kind of mitzvah, because they weren't the madvik, the ikadim. The pshat is that they have a mitzvah to be royal menorah. So the father lights the menorah, He's got the mitzvah of Hadlaka. The rest of the family are also being Makayim Mitzvah. They're Makayim Mitzvah of looking at his menorah. They're Makayim Mitzvah of Raya as Hamnoira. That's what Rachel says. And therefore, Me'ek Adin, the reason why everyone else is Potter, is not because they're Potter, it's that Chazal wanted to bring out that there's a mitzvah also to see. If everyone would light, then people wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't bother to be Makayim Mitzvah of seeing. They might technically see. They wouldn't realize there's a mitzvah. So Achshavah says the words net isha basically mean ish means he's got a personal mitzvah to light the menorah. Well, basically means that his household have a mitzvah to go and see his menorah. That's their mitzvah. So that's meikadim. The minag is that we do both. We according to Achshavah, we light our menorah, and everyone also lights the menorah. But then afterwards, each person can see his menorah and can see everyone else's menorah. So we're Makayim, both witnesses, we're Makayim lighting and we're Makayim seeing. There's another halacha, in, in, a very important halacha, which is particularly Negea on the Arab Shabbos, which is passed already, that Kavsa Ein Zokukla. The Makayim's in the Gemara, the Hanukkah candles go out. Are you Makayim to relight them? And we paskin, if they go out, you are not the chayyav to relight them. And the understanding is because the ikha mitzvah is to light the menorah. Now we just said there's also a mitzvah to see the menorah. However, the, this halacha of seeing the menorah only applies me'ekadin, kol's mum, the candles are alit. If they go out, there's no chayyav to relight them in order that you can require the mitzvah of seeing them. The mitzvah of seeing only applies during the duration of when they are lit from the first how can we light them on Shabbos? You can't relight them on Shabbos, can you? Definitely not. So <laughs> the Chedosh is that when it comes to the Zman of Hadlaka Saneris on Erev Shabbos is ready from Plaga Mincha. Yeah, That's you... the earliest time that you ever join the week that you can light your Menorah. And on Erev Shabbos, the Chedosh you can light at Plaga Mincha because um, otherwise you're going to have a problem with Esam Malacha. Now, then Allah also is Kavsa in Zakhluka. Now there's an, actually my figure is a Paiskim. Um, if Erev Shabbos is a bit different, if you should relight it, because at the end of the day, it's, it's the, the Ikazman hasn't even happened yet. Um, so obviously the Allah is that the Minag is that if, if it goes out and you're still able to relight it on Erev Shabbos, you should. But again, it's not Me'ikadin. Whenever the Zman Hadlaka is and you're Makayim lighting at the right time, 
And then it went out, you wouldn't have to be bothered by it. Now, now, the Rishonim asked, surely the Zalachal has to light half an hour. There's a, the Metzah is half an hour. The, the Noshim are not, annoying knowing half an hour. Why? Because that's the Zalachal of the Metzah. The Issa to be Mishtamish, the Oyer of Nechanaki, you don't have to benefit from the Hanaki candles, which we'll discuss that in a few minutes, what exactly that refers to. That refers only to the first half an hour, but it lasts half an hour, at least. Now, what's going on? But Allah has come to Zalachal Club. How is it? It seems to be a apparent contradiction. How can it be that I'm not looking to relight it, and yet there's a din that it should last for half an hour, and there's dinim that apply during that half an hour? And the answer is, say the Rishonim, that this halacha of half an hour, me'ika din, is, is only in the shear of the shaman. That means it's got to be able to last half an hour. Now, if it's practically still alight and hasn't gone out, then all those halachas will kick in of the Issa Malacha and the Issa Tzimushtamish. But if it does go out, you don't, nobody's going to say, uh, it didn't like half an hour. How can it be Kopsa in Zakhar The answer is that you're Makayim the halacha of half an hour in the shear of the amount of oil you put in. So in other words, you have to put the amount of oil in to your menorah that will last half an hour. That's not very difficult to do because oil doesn't burn very quickly. So, it's a very, very easy aloha to makayim. Now, wax candles are also made specifically for the share of the wax will also be at least half an hour. Some, some wax candles that the kids light, um, are actually take a bit longer. Some take up to an hour, uh, maybe even a bit longer, but, um, they, they all last at least half an hour. Um, they have to be, that's vital with this understanding. They, they have to be able to light half an hour. If they go out, then it doesn't matter. You don't have to write about anything more. Yes. Yes. So, so, yeah. So, so then he doesn't have to have any kavana on them at all because they're in a kind of mitzvah. Yeah. So his kavana can be purely only for the people who he is lighting for. So if you got a sons of bar mitzvah lighting the menorah, then when you light your menorah, you don't have to be thinking about them at all. Um, there is halachov, and even in Jabon's and Mr. Shifts Kavana, at least the Chatzila, but that does not include, um, anyone that you're not, um, practically doing the mitzvah for. So if you are only doing Ne'esh Beisai, uh, if you do the literal Chiv, and you don't do the Mahadran Minag, then you would have to have Kavana, Pashtas, the Moiti Dam. Um, you have to at least be aware that they're part of your household. That would be, that would be the call. But as you said, nowadays anyway, we like, so, so yeah, so you wouldn't have to have come on. But you should have come on for your wife, that's correct. Yeah, you should, you should be thinking about your wife. You should always be thinking about your wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, there's alacha, you need a shamash. The purpose of the shamash is to remind us that we are not allowed to the shamash lawyer. So we put a shamash there for what? For first of all, as a hecker, as a sign that you mustn't be nana from the menorah. And that's the purpose of the fact that there's more light to show you that the other light um, is kind of out of bounds. Um, we also like the shamash in order that if you want to be nana, you will be nana from the shamash. Now, one, the place can discuss if one does use the shamash, how far away must the person be 
because otherwise he's too close to the menorah itself. So that lacha is you're supposed to keep your distance. So social distancing from your menorah. Um, doesn't have to be two meters, but it's got to be far enough that it's not obvious to onlookers that you are, that you are, that you are, um, binana from it. Um, so that's the lacha of, 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 of having a shamash. This is a very important lacha. Um, it's not ma'akib for each person. The machabah just says, he does not say that every person in the household requires their own shamash. So as based on our minhag, although people do, every person who likes the house does the mice use their own shamash, that is the minhag, but it doesn't have to be the case because the mice, at the end of the day, there is a shamash in the house. So um, it's nice to be aware that the, 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 the fact that each have their own shamash is only a minhag, um, if you call it that. It's, it's, it's just the, it's just the Indian that every person has a, has a, has a, their own shamash. They're in hacker, you could say, whatever the lobster says. Sorry? Then, then you've been over halak and shakhanah. Sorry? Doesn't, doesn't help. Electric lights are not good enough as a challenge. They have to be exactly the same type of light that's in the menorah. Halakha is the wamarchik, the, you know, either it's a different height or it's slightly ahead in front of the other nearest. So that it's clear that it's not one of the lights of the menorah, but it does have to be the same type of light that you are lighting. Um, yes. The Maisa, if there's a Madura, which is vita of fire, it's not an electric light, then the halacha is you don't need another net, but it's gotta be a flame. It's gotta be, it's gotta be the same, there's gotta be another, another light there, which is, which is, which is, which is similar to the menorah, which you're, which, which, which you could be nana from. Um, the chayra, it should come out that although we've said kafsa ein on the menorah, if the menorah goes out, you don't relight it. However, what would be about your shamash? What happens if you light in your menorah? Ten minutes after your menorah has been lit, your shamash goes out. Should you, should you relight it? I don't think so, Bjorn. Right. It's not part of the menorah. It's not part of the Hanukkah light. Don't sort of relight it. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So, so, Me'ekadin, Lechaira, um, the answer, so you are both correct. There's been two, two responses. Everyone else is, is too shy to speak. What's I don't blame them. Um, um, one response is that yes, because the idea of the, of the, of the Shamash is that in order to stop you being Nana from the menorah, and you should be Nana from the Shamash instead. On the other hand, it's not the menorah itself. That's true. And therefore what? You're saying that the menorah itself is a din kopsa in zakukla. So why are shamash being really different? And the answer is very simple. The reason why the shamash should be different is because the reason why kopsa in zakukla on the menorah is because the mitzvah of menorah me'ikadin is a maisad loka. So you, you lit it. It had the possibility of being, of, of continuing to half an hour. It didn't work out. Something happened, they went out. You're not required to relight it. You're Makana Mitzah at the time of Halakha. The purpose of the Shamash we were learning this evening is first of all to remind you that there's an Esther from Shamash Laira. And also that if you want to be Nana, you'll use that one. So if you're not planning to benefit from it, then as that reason, there, there would be no, there would be no need to relight it because you're not planning to use it anyway. 
However, if it's a bull hacker that is supposed to be recognition, it's definitely, it's definitely mistabah that you need a constant recognition. So is there a chiv to relate it? No, no. It's not brought down anywhere. It doesn't say in Shulchan Aruch, if Shamash goes out, you're to relate it. Does it make sense to relate it? Is it logical to relate it? Yes. Based on the fact that you need a, a hacker to make sure you're not a Mishra it's definitely mistabah that you should relate it. But to be very clear, it does not say in Shulchan Aruch that there's an obligation to relate your Shamash. So if, if one does not, then you're Menorah Stolet, the Chaira one hasn't done anything wrong. But it would make sense to, 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 to rekindle it. But after half an hour, and you will know you're still going strong, which is mostly the case, and the, and the shamash goes out, then there's for sure no, 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 no alien to put it out because, to, to, to relight it, because you don't need it anyway now, because you're allowed to shamash very awesome. Are you allowed to draw the curtains closed after half an hour? Is there to keep them open? <laughs> Are you allowed to close your curtains in front of the menorah? Why would you be doing that? It's because you expose the whole road. So just privacy. Because you want privacy. Interesting. Um, so, um, Pashtus calls man, the menorah is lit. There's a mitzvah, that it should be viewed. So if you can try and keep, uh, wait for your privacy for, and, and however long it will be, um, then that Chaira is the correct thing to do. If the lid's for five hours, we should keep them open for five hours. Yeah, so if it's late at night and you're arrived by it being dangerous, and that's a different point, then you can, then the Chatzkeli can put them out to get to bed. If they're still lit and they arrive about it to be dangerous, then you're definitely allowed to put them out of Chatzkeli. Um, Lemaisa, um, when it comes to covering them up, just some, um, it's, it's, uh, it's not, that doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't sound right. Mitzvah, the mitzvah, mm-hmm. the mitzvah. For some mitzvah, one should, one should, one should keep his yeah, curtains yeah, open yeah, for the duration yeah, of the lockdown. Yeah, on, on, yes. on the same wave, Leb, do you have to lift up the curtains? Put the, do you have lift up the curtains? They have to be viewed by the. There's a mitzvah that the onlookers from the, from the outside should see your menorah. Can, can, can you leave that curtains down? Because if you walk past the house and that curtains down, you still see the menorah. So what, do do? Where, what position are your curtains in? My cans are right by the by, by, right by the window with neck curtains down. Do you have yeah. To, do you have to, oh, ah. Do you have to do something uh, neck curtains? Neck curtains. So yeah. the chatzchele, you should also try and try and the chatzchele should try and make it a very clear view. Um, why not? I'm saying it's it's not very difficult to uh, to move to move the the neck curtains, correct? How much of a bother is it? Is it a bigger bother than preparing the menorah? <laughs> more, more, yes, more, more. You're right. More than preparing the menorah. Bigger bother. So for those of you who, who buy your menorah ready prepared, then maybe they have a tiny that so why should I go and, and draw my curtains? But for the people that don't, um, there's not much of a bother to go and draw your uh, neck curtains. And um, in fact, in fact, uh, the, the home that I was brought up in, um, the, 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 the curtains are fully, fully uh, drawn properly. Um, as in, as in, they're, they're opened up entirely um, to very, very beautiful, uh, clear um, vision, yeah, view. And lachara, that's the right thing to do. If you can, te- if you can practically see through them, then you haven't been over pesimunisa by keeping them closed. But I don't see why you should do that. Okay, but so, so, uh, go, go, go and answer, answer his question. He says, can you can you draw the curtains after? After half an hour, therefore, if, if you lift up the curtains, 
in a clear view through the window. Can you put the net curtains down after half an hour then? Or not? Chaira, the Chaira is better to keep the, everything open during the duration of that line. Okay. There's not much, unless you have a, 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 a very big reason to close them, and even if you do have a big reason to close them, you should the Chaira reopen them whenever that, even if you have some sort of private emergency that you um, can't do a particular thing in anywhere else in the house, and it has to be in this place, and it would require you to cover the curtains for a duration of time, then you would be able to do that just when you finish whatever you were doing. You should, you should, you should, you should reopen them. Um, so, yeah, so let's talk about the, the, the height of your menorah. So, everyone knows the famous halacha that it shouldn't be the mala and the esrim amar, because we learn out from sukkah, that it's got to be a place where people can see. If Lamaisa, you live on a very high, um, um, apartment floor, and at the end of the day, your menorah is, is, can be seen, it is visible by people who are on the street, then the halacha is that you should still light it there because, because people can, as far as the people in the house are concerned, it makes no difference because they can see it anyway. As far as the people on the street are concerned, as long as they can see it, you'll be okay. Um, now there's another halacha that your menorah should be lechatchila below ten tfachim. Now this is primarily discussed when it comes to the which is to light at the entrance by the Shasaram. There, the halacha is that one's halacha should be less than ten tfachim. Why is this? That it should be obvious that, it was, that it's a national mitzvah. Most people don't light candles below ten tfachim. It's, 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 uh, it's usual to have a menorah at a height, a, a, light, a, a light at a height, so that it will give enough light uh, all around. Therefore, a menorah you do differently so that there should be a, a, a obvious recognition that it's for the mitzvah. Now, having said that, it should still be above three tochim from the ground. Even though the mitzvah says it should be below ten, it should also be above three. So it shouldn't be entirely on the ground. Um, the the Lashon of the Mishnah Brewer, when he says it should be above three tochim, he says, the kol as if you physically put it on the ground. It's not recognizable that Balabayas put it there. Now, this is all Negea when you, when you light where you're really supposed to light, which is at the entrance of the Chatzah and the Shasarabha. However, we don't do this nowadays. And um, nowadays we light, Bismanena, we light in the, in, the, in the window. Therefore, if you're anyway lighting in the window, one doesn't have to be particular about this. So it doesn't make a difference if the height of your window is within three tfachim to your floor. And it doesn't make a difference if it's even above ten tfachim. Um, you should, it, it, it's fine. You can light whatever you want. However, if you can, if you've got a choice within the windowsill, and you can makaya nalacha of, of lamala megimel and pachas miyot, then you should pick, you should pick the, you should pick the preferable uh, version of, of, of pachas miyot. However, you don't have to be macked on it. It can be relevant if, if there's a lot of people in the house lighting all on one window ledge. So you want to light on a different window ledge, so then you wouldn't have to worry about the height because it's not practical to light all on one window ledge. And um, and it might even look like there's, 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 
you know, let's say on the third night, it might look like there's five, there's five nearest instead of five people lighting three nearest. And therefore, there is a reason that it shouldn't be all on the same level. So therefore, one doesn't have to be mapped about the height when it comes to that. However, um, you should specifically not light on the table, because then if you light on the table, um, you are taking away the persimmonissa from people on the street. If Lamaisa, people can see a menorah if, it, if it's if it's on the table, then the you'll you'll be fine. But the minag is to light it at the window because that's the main persimmonissa. Um, just to finish off with an interesting halacha about learning, there's a machlekes in shulchanor. What the gedder is of the issa to to be benefit from the lights. There's a two days brought in shulchanorach. If tashmishe kedusha, if the purpose of of using the menorah for itvam mitzvah, if that is included in the issa to mishamish lo'ira, it's not bezoyin to the Hanukkah candles if they use the Torah kedusha. However, um, there's a whole bialocha that discusses. If your limud hatayra that you're doing is arai, if it's kavua, um, if you do it every day, if you if you happen to be doing it because you're home at this time of the minayra, there's different halachas. However, the minag is that no learning is done and no tehillim is said directly next to the minayra. There is a there is a very nice Indian to say tehillim, and there's a, lots of lots of reasons to to daven. It's brought down up kabbalah that there's different specific things that one can daven for. A different different nights. One should be careful that one doesn't actually use the the light of the menorah to help a person see in his in his um, in his in the Maisa, uh, We anyway, as I mentioned earlier, we have electric lights anyway in our house, so it's not practically speaking we have enough light to rely on. Um, however, it is important to be aware. Just finish off that this halacha of of not being nana is only when it comes to positive manor. If you're not mechayev to ignore the menorah light, if it means you're going to fall over. So let's say, um, for whatever reason, your lights went out, your time switch all of a sudden went out, and it's still within the, within half an hour of the mitzvah, so you're not mechayev to uh, block your eyes from the menorah and having to guess where the where your walking path should be. If the, if the, mice, the situation happened that you'll be relying on, on, the, on the candle out of the menorah, to know and to make sure you don't fall over, the is that you can happily use the menorah light as a menorah that you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't get hurt. It's only that you must positively, um, go and be nana from it on, to, for, for, for the purpose of, let's say, lighting your gas.